It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights drop this one 4-2 to to the LA Kings and a tough one for Vegas Going into the game, a lot was made about the Golden Knights back to full strength, getting Alex Petrangelo back into the lineup. And then Ryan Reeves, a late scratch, can't go after pregame warm-up, and the Golden Knights go into this one down a player. Let's bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, to break this one down. And and Dan, I guess that's kind of where, where we start on this one. It was a, a war of attrition early on for the Golden Knights as they were playing down a man from jump. And sometimes, Ryan, when you're down a guy, players are thrust into roles they weren't expecting. You just go on adrenaline you go on instinct and you actually perform pretty well and there were stretches of that where I think it it benefited the Knights at times because there were uh, some mismatched lines where guys who normally don't play together were on the ice at the same time and created some chances so it wasn't the end of the world in that regard but then when you you give up those two goals in the third period the way that they were allowed that's that's really hard to swallow i think that while the knights were not at their best today uh, and they really had a good push there in the third period this one to me boiled down to the goaltending cal peterson was fantastic flurry made a couple of questionable decisions in the second period and he also got bailed out by the post a couple of times in the third but he also made some great saves but it were the it was those questionable decisions uh, an error of decision making rather than an inability to make a save on a great shot that put the Knights in that that hole. Because when they're down 2-1, to one, you're thinking, all right, they're on the comeback trail. They've done it how many times yeah. and plenty of time left. And they ultimately did get a second goal in the third from Shea Theodore. But Cal Peterson was uh, so good. They ended up, the scoreboard now reads 42 shots, meaning the Peterson, for the second time in six games against Vegas, has won a game with more than 40, with uh, 40 saves or more. <laughs> I said this a few moments ago. I'll say it again. Peterson, in his career against the Knights, has as many wins as Jonathan Quick does. I mean, that's just remarkable. So, to me, uh, <laughs> as much uh, weird stuff as happened in this game, players unavailable, major power play, uh, the Knights' penalty kill prevented the Kings with the NHL's 10th best power play, prevented them from scoring at all. Uh, meanwhile, the, uh, the Kings' goaltender was great. The Golden Knights goaltender gave in two that shouldn't have gotten in. You know, Dan, we, we, we know Ryan Reeves was unable to go today. The Golden Knights play again tomorrow against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, and then there's obviously the question about Chandler Stevenson. Will he get any supplemental discipline on that elbow uh, in the second period? So the question becomes, what options do the Golden Knights have? And specifically, is Cody Glass on that list? Do we see Cody Glass back by tomorrow? They'd have to find out pretty quickly. Yeah. And, you know, if Ryan was good enough to take part in warm-up, you'd think that maybe he's good to go tomorrow. Well, of course we don't know. Um, meanwhile, like the other option would be like a Patrick Brown or a Dylan Coglin or a Nick Holden. You know, those are the guys who are with the team, depending on their respective statuses with respect to on the roster or taxi squad. So you might go with seven defensemen if you had to but you know 
you know, the team just went on the road. Cody Glass obviously played very well today uh, for the Silver Knights. I'm not sure that you just as, you know, you, you kind of decide this is going to be the plan. Right. I'm not sure you short-circuit that plan after one day just because <laughs> you, you've lost potentially two forwards. Again, it's, it's entirely possible that both Stevenson and Reeves are available tomorrow. Sure. The league might decide no suspension, and Ryan Reeves might be just fine. Um, the other thought would be Zach Whitecloud. He has played in every game this year. He left with just about six minutes left in the game. Is he okay? Uh, again, the Knights have two defensemen available to them to insert, whether it's Coglin or Holden. Uh, but you're right. It, it, these are questions that if normally you had a day, you would find out about a suspension, you'd find out about Reeves, and then you could go from there. But because it's back-to-back, they got to find out early. I mean, the league has to decide what it's going to do tomorrow morning so the Knights can make a decision about the roster and then, uh, again, potentially with Reeves. We probably won't know ourselves if Reeves is good to go until warm-up, but we will, the league will announce one way or the other um, if there's supplemental discipline for Stevenson. You know, Dan, this is now three games in a row. The Golden Knights have given up the first goal of the game. It's two to, to start this one. What adjustments, what, what are you looking to see them change in order to, to find ways to not let that happen and just get to their game earlier? They have been focusing on scoring early, and I think that when the focus is so much on scoring early, it's almost like they forget they're really good defensively, too. It's like throwing caution <laughs> to the wind. And the early goals that have been scored, you know, Matt Roy gets the one the other day, and it comes after Shea Theodore kind of backskates into the official in his own zone, and they didn't score right after that on the scramble, but it led to a Kings offensive zone draw, and they scored right after the faceoff, and Leonard wasn't quite sharp as you'd like early. And today, it was the Knights pushing, but then giving up a breakaway. So it's almost like it was two different reasons, at least in these two games, that uh, you know, is, I think uh, in these two games where they gave up a goal early, but at the same time, it it's a pattern you don't expect from a team that is so good when uh, the Knights do score first and that they are as good as they are typically in first periods. The second period is where they are below water, just a period-by-period period breakdown. Coming into the day, they were plus 12. Now it's plus 10 uh, in first periods. Uh, the second period, they actually got a goal today, uh, so the net is minus one. So they're minus four for the season in the second period. Third period, again, is, is their, their best. They're plus 20 in third periods and then plus 6 with a 6-0 and overtime record. So, again, uh, on the whole, you'd think, okay, the second period is where they have struggled, not the first period, not the third period. So maybe it's a, a, a little blip, but it is enough of a trend recently that they're, you know, the emphasis is on getting that first goal. It might also be like, hey, let's not give up the first goal in the first two minutes. You know what, Dan? As always, thank you for joining me here, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Get some rest. You're going to need it. Uh, it sounds like a plan. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We've got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back. AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights drop this one 4-2 to the LA Kings. The Post Game Injury Report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Late in the third period, Zach Whitecloud gets tangled up behind the Kings' net. Goes straight to the dressing room. So keep an eye on Zach Whitecloud over the next 24 hours to see if he'll be available, what that injury might look like. The Golden Knights did in this game get healthier. Alex Petrangelo off long-term injured reserve back in the game, paired up with Braden McNabb. And, you know, in in that situation, you're you're excited. You come into the game, it's a little bit of energy. You, you get Petrangelo back, and then... It's Ryan Reeves unable to go after uh, warm-ups in this game. So the Golden Knights went into this one down a forward, 11 forward, six defensemen, and Marc-Andre Fleury in net. So shorthanded throughout the entirety of the game. And just in terms of scratches, something to keep an eye on, Chandler Stevenson was assessed a five-minute major and a game misconduct in the second period. We'll see if there's any supplemental discipline. But right now, let's get out to Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. First, we'll go to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Ben. Hey, Pete. You guys cut it to 2-1 there in the second period, and I guess just what kind of happened in the last 10 minutes of that frame where the game kind of got away from you guys? Um, you know, I, it was one of those nights you have to give them credit. They, they played with a, a real desperation to start the game that uh, we didn't match, which was disappointing because you knew they were going to come with it. They're, they're fighting for a playoff spot and they don't want to get swept in this two game series. And so, you know, we knew that was coming and, uh, you know, still, I, I thought we had a real poor start. Um, you know, I, I still think it's a winnable game. Uh, you know, we had a couple fluky goals. Uh, the one bounces and stops dead when Flowers coming out to play it, and and they get a a free one there. Um, you know, and then and then you're battling uphill the rest of the way to try and try and get back in the game. Next tonight, we'll go to Jesse Granger, the Athletic. Hey, Jesse. Hey Pete, do you have an update on Ryan Reeves and also just how late was that scratch and, and do you think the shortened bench with him out and Stevenson out um, kind of impacted the third period? Um, it was it was a late uh, decision. He, he uh, actually took warm-up and, uh, and uh, the decision was made after warm-up, so it was that late. Uh, do I think that had an effect uh, you know, for for sure, when when you compounded the one man short with Stevie, you know, to go two men short, that has an effect. But uh, you know, I, I think we still put some pressure on in the third. I'm not going to use that as an excuse for why we lost. We we weren't good enough to to win tonight. Last question for Pete comes from David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, David. David, be sure to unmute there. Instead, we'll go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Justin. Hey, hey Pete, Marc-Andre Fleury's given up 
couple of goals over the last couple of games. I'm curious if you think that's uh, maybe fatigue after how often he was used in the uh, early part of the season or if it's just part of the ebbs and flows of a long season or just kind of what you think about his play later. Yeah. I, I don't think it's fatigue. I, I think uh, since Robin's come back, we've tried to, to give him some uh, real good rest. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's part of the season, you know, and, and it's not all on him. You know, we, he's, he's had a little bit of a lack of support in, in a couple of those instances from our group. Go back to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, David. Skip me, guys. Sorry. We'll pause a moment if there's any final questions for Golden Knights head coach Pete DeBoer. Go back to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. <clears throat> Hey, Pete, just on the Stevenson hit, I guess, did you get a chance to see it at all yet on replay, and what were your thoughts? Um, I have seen it. You know, I, I think uh, any time – I think they put that five-minute review in to make sure that uh, uh, they got it right, and, you know, it looked like, uh, you know, the right call. I, was, I wasn't going to argue with their decision at ice level. You know, where that goes from here, that's, that's – uh, out of my hands. Pete, thanks for doing this. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We've got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights de- defeated by the LA Kings 4-2 to in this one. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds hit the town, to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. And, you know, this one started off pretty much the same as the game on Monday. It was L.A. striking first, Andreas Athanasiu converting on a breakaway. Carrier from the left wall sends it towards the middle. It goes off the stick. Now as a breakaway, a chance, they score! A loose puck found Athanasiu rushing ahead. He lifts the backhander by Flurry, and it's 1-0 Los Angeles. That's Andreas Athanasiu from Sean Walker at 158 of the first period to make it 1-0 Los Angeles. Later on in the period, the Kings would add another goal as Leas Anderson would bury a rebound. Wagner to the middle of the shot, save! Swept away on the rebound by Martinez. Bjornfoot shoots, save, rebound, score! For the moment, it's 2-0 Los Angeles. That's Leas Anderson from Tobias Bjornfoot. 17-23 of the first period to make it 2-0 LA. We would head to the second period, and it's William Carlson drawing the Golden Knights to within one halfway through the second period. Carlson there with Marcia Sill coming up the wall, turns and shoots, tipped to the side of the net, and they score! William Carlson, Vegas on the board, now trailing 2-1 with 10-19 to go in the second. 
That's Carlson from Jonathan Marcheseau and Shea Theodore at 941 of the second period to make it 2-1 L.A. Though it was short-lived, just two and a half minutes later, the Kings would regain their two-goal lead off a Marc-Andre Fleury miscue. Meanwhile, puck is sent out in front, and it trickles across the line. Fleury gloved it, dropped it, and while he was standing, it went through his legs and into the goal, and the Kings lead 3-1. to one. That's Jared Anderson Dolan from Andreas Athanasiu at 12:21 of the second period to make it 3 to 1 LA. It's Athanasiu just kind of throwing the puck toward the net. Marc Andre Fleury makes a play, stops on the goal line between his legs, and it's Anderson Dolan following up the play, chipping that one home. The LA Kings would add another goal late in the period off of another broken play. It's twice. Oh, now it's a loose puck. Side of the net, they score! Flurry again makes a mistake, comes out of the crease. Ayafalo goes around him. Flurry even threw his stick behind himself. Ayafalo dunks it in. Four to one, Los Angeles. That's Alex Ayafalo from Mikey Anderson and Andre Kopitar to make it four to one, LA. In that second period, Chandler Stevenson would come up high with a hit on Tobias Bjornfoot would be assessed a five-minute major and a game misconduct. The Golden Knights would need to kill off that five-minute major. They had two and a half minutes to kill in the second period. They do that. They had about three-ish minutes to kill in the third period, and they kill that off. And then it's Shea Theodore getting Vegas to within two. Get a forehand shot away, but he tried to go back in. Point shot, Theodore scores! He got it through traffic, and Shea Theodore gets the Knights back on the scoreboard, trailing 4-2. to two. That's Shea Theodore from Alex Tuck and Keegan Colasar at 3.36 of the third period to make it 4-2 to two L.A. And in the moments after, as the Golden Knights were trying to get back, push back in this game, Marc-Andre Fleury would make our AAA insurance save of the game. Up the right side, Kempe dishes in front. Another sliding pad saved by Fleury, this time to his right. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. 4-2. to two. The Golden Knights would continue to press. There were some power play opportunities for the LA Kings, including a 5-on-3 that the Golden Knights needed to kill off. And in the end, it was just a little too late as all that was left was the final call. Carlson got the feed from Pacioretty, couldn't bury it. Final seconds tick off, and this one is over. The Kings beat the Knights 4-2. Their second win against Vegas this year. There it is, 4-2. The LA Kings defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas 24-9-1 on the season, 49 points. And the Colorado Avalanche earlier today pick up a win against the Arizona Coyotes. Colorado now in first place in the Honda West Division. Now, Colorado doesn't play tomorrow. The Golden Knights do play tomorrow against the Minnesota Wilds, so an opportunity for the Golden Knights to regain that lead in the division, regain first place. But, you know, this one, it's an interesting one because, again, you come into this thinking that you're healthy. You come into this thinking that if you're the Golden Knights, you get Alex Petrangelo, you get to see this team at the height of their power, full strength. And then Ryan Reeves can't go after warm-up. You lose Chandler Stevenson midway through the game. 
on a, on a, a tough hit, bad hit from Chandler Stevenson. And you're, you're down two forwards. You lose Zach Whitecloud in the third period. Like, it was not the type of game that I think the Golden Knights wanted or expected. And, you know, Pete DeBoer, I think, said it best that the Kings came into this game playing with a real desperation. They're a team that's right there. They're on the cusp of trying to make the playoffs. It's not gone particularly well for L.A. lately. And they needed these two points. I would make the argument that the Golden Knights need them too. Like, I would make the argument that the Golden Knights wanted these two points just as much as the L.A. Kings do. Vegas wants to win the division. Vegas wants home ice advantage. Every single team that's in a position where they can get home ice advantage wants it. But, you know, the Golden Knights didn't match that intensity early on. They didn't match that desperation. And, you know, what we saw from L.A., is the type of game they have to play every single time they play the Golden Knights to win. They got it. They got their 60 minutes. And though that third period was a little loosey-goosey, and and that third period really did feel like a comeback for the Golden Knights, L.A. was able to do just enough to kind of keep that at bay. And I would even make the argument that it wasn't really the L.A. Kings that did that. It was Cal Peterson, and I think he did it single-handedly. When you've got 40 saves in a 4-2 win and a number of really good quality saves in the third period to preserve that lead, I think you got to give it up to the goaltender. Cal Peterson, another stellar performance against the Golden Knights. And again, it kind of speaks to what I, I brought up with Darren Millard in the pregame show is, you know, when... <laughs> When you've got Cal Peterson and the numbers that he's put up against the Vegas Golden Knights, and this is this is not a slight on Jonathan Quick, not a, not even a little bit. I know how important Quick is to the LA Kings in that franchise. But with Cal Peterson playing the way that he is, putting up the numbers that he is, not just against Vegas, but the rest of the league, if you're Todd McClellan, you want these four points, your mistake was not playing Cal Peterson on Monday. Plain and simple. Cal Peterson is, is kind of in that conversation of taking over, of, of being that next wave of goaltender for the L.A. Kings. And, and it's something that the Golden Knights are going to have to figure out because Peterson has been very good specifically against Vegas. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show wrapping it up here. The Golden Knights drop this one 4-2 to to the LA Kings, 24-9-1 on the year for Vegas. 24 wins, just 10 losses, uh, you know, one in a shootout and nine in regulation. So, you know, I, I look at this game. And tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. Like, I look at this game, it's it's one of those situations that I, I think is kind of um, kind of reminiscent of the last time Vegas went into L.A. Vegas goes into L.A., they win the first game, and then they, they just don't have their game for stretches in, in the, the finale of the series against L.A. And 
I don't know if that's I don't know if that's you chalk it up to LA's desperation. I don't know if you chalk that up to uh, just the the characters in the room, the guys that have won before, not wanting to to suffer through that sweep of those two games. I'm not really sure what it is, but for the Golden Knights, it's a real quick turnaround to try to forget this one and get focused in on Minnesota, who they play tomorrow. And and that's one where I think just going out and playing again benefits the Vegas Golden Knights. Now there will be questions. Is Chandler Stevenson going to be available? Again, a five-minute penalty, major penalty on the elbowing call on Toby Bjornfoot and a game misconduct. Will there be supplemental discipline? We'll find out. Is Ryan Reeves going to be able to go? We'll find out. The health and the status of Zach Whitecloud, who left in the third period, did not return. Again, we'll find out more tomorrow, but that'll be an interesting thing to keep an eye on for the Golden Knights. Last time they lost a game like this to L.A., they responded with one of their better performances of the season at home on a back-to-back against the St. Louis Blues. Will the Golden Knights have that in store tomorrow? We will find out. Puck drop is at 7.30. Pre-game show goes at 6.30. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance post-game show. Extended post-game show is next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network post-game show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's get that out of the way right away because I want you to call in. Golden Knights dropped this one 4-2 to the L.A. Kings. 702-876-1340 is the number. What would you think of the game? What would you think of the third period from the, from the Vegas Golden Knights? Are you concerned about the trend we're seeing early on in games from the Golden Knights? Allowing the first goal of the game, not necessarily settling in at the beginning of the game, and then having to play catch-up. Are you concerned about that? 702-876-1340 is the number. You can also call in, give me your most impressive player of the game. I mean, I thought Shea Theodore had some real flashes in this one. Like, I, I, I understand the inclination's probably doom and gloom, and that's totally fine. If you want to go that direction, we can absolutely go that direction. It's your post-game show. 702-876-1340. But, I mean, I I liked the jump in the third period from Shea Theodore. And it's not just the goal. It's a couple of uh, of rushes up the ice in which Shea used his feet, used his hands, really tried to create something. And, And in a game like this, where it's really a couple of mental mistakes, mental errors that are the difference in the game, 
that you know you kind of want to lump everything together and just say well it wasn't a a strong enough effort from the golden knights and you know that's fair and if you want to call in and say that that's fine but i think it's more the 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 mental errors the miscues that did the golden knights in tonight than anything else 702-876-1340 is the number let's head out to the phone lines bring in rita hey rita how you doing I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, I have a question, because you'd know better than I, but the hit that Stevenson gave did not look worse to me than what McDavid did last night. Does it make a difference that there was bloodshed in this one? I, I You know, I, I think that in just from an optical uh, perspective, it, it does. I... I think that the McDavid ones may be just a little bit different, right? Because it's in open ice and and you don't have the added um, the added violence factor of it being against the boards. And really, I you know Stevenson does come up. I, I do think that it was the right call today on Chandler Stevenson. That to me was a five minute major and a game misconduct in terms of supplemental discipline. That's going yeah. to that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm not really sure. I think that. If I'm looking at it objectively, I think that Chandler Stevenson may not be available for the Golden Knights tomorrow, and that is a, a bigger issue uh, than anything else because now you're short a, potentially Chandler Stevenson and potentially Ryan Reeves. What the Golden Knights do in that situation is going to be interesting. Yeah, well, I'm glad we have another one tomorrow to get right back at it because we do usually come back uh, with a little chip on our shoulders. You know, Rita, are you concerned at all about the, the trend the last couple of games, the Golden Knights giving up the first goal of the game? No, not really. I mean, we've seen them come back a lot. This is going to happen. People are getting more desperate. I mean, you know, actually, L.A. needed this game worse than we did. So, And they showed it. You know, it happens. You know what? Thank you for the call, Rita. You're you're absolutely right. I do look at this game as a game that the LA Kings needed. I mean, needed, right? Like this is kind of their season. They've got to start piling up points. They absolutely needed one. They had to have one, and they got a sterling performance from their goaltender in Cal Peterson. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I've been better, but not trying to be not doom and gloom. <laughs> it, listen, if you want to go that direction, we can. Like no, again, it, it's it's your post game show. I actually um I have like five different sticky notes sitting all over my table right now cuz I was interested cuz it seems like LA has been, you know, doing pretty well, which they are. They're right there on the cusp. Um and actually LA has 10 wins against teams that are in the top four in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've beaten Colorado once. Now they've beaten us twice, St. Louis five times, and Minnesota twice. So they actually have combined more wins against the top four teams in the division than the top four teams in the division have against each other. You know, that's that's an interesting perspective to have because I, I, I think the L.A. Kings are doing a really good job of of taking that step and, and i still think they're kind of like a year or two away from really becoming one of those teams but for my money 
Todd McClellan has them very structured. They rarely turn the puck over. And they've done it with, with solid goaltending and really a resurgence of, of the main key players, Dustin Brown, Andre Kopitar, Drew Doughty, uh, it, it, that, that took them on those cup runs. So it's not entirely surprising that the L.A. Kings have played the top teams in this division incredibly strong. Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's kind of why I was interested in it because, it, it, you know, they're, they're doing quite well. It seems like they're more on the upswing and um, St. Louis is, on the downswing, but it, it's just interesting to put it into perspective that, you know, I'm, I mean, we've only lost 10 games, so we can't, like, be that mad about losing one. Like, you're going to lose games. Nobody's, nobody's going to have a perfect, perfect season. So I'd rather, you know, lose a, a game here or there and, and look at it and see this, this team is not, like, you know, Buffalo. <laughs> but um, it's just I don't know, putting it into perspective that, you know, we're not the only one that have lost to the Kings. You know, that's, that's absolutely, that's absolutely a fantastic point, Stephanie. And thank you for the call. I mean, you're, you're playing every team in your division eight times. You're bound to lose one of those games. Like, I don't think there's going to be a situation in which the Golden Knights go eight, no against the team. I mean, they, they are setting up to potentially have that opportunity against San Jose but I don't think you're going to see that much throughout this NHL season. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Sal. Sal, how you doing? Well, when you go to the game and you leave uh, after watching that performance, it definitely stings a lot more. <laughs> um, I had a quote before I make my point. I had a question on that fourth goal when Flurry was caught way out in front and he kind of threw his stick at it. Would that have been a penalty shot if it didn't go in? Yeah, I, I, you know, it's an interesting one. I, I think that there would have been something on the play. Uh, I, you, you kind of throw your stick in that situation. I'm not sure if it would have been a penalty shot or just awarding the goal, but uh, definitely a, a, a bad situation for the Golden Knights to be in in that point. Yeah, we were, we were in the penalty box way too much tonight, and that always killed any type of momentum. Um, it's kind of funny because I, I – Watching the game, I, I thought Chandler Stevenson was one of the hardest-working skaters on the ice today, but before before the, the hit and before he got thrown out. Um, so it, it, I thought he was one of the catalysts on the ice tonight before that happened. And the one person I was really looking at from the, from the stands, like, you know, whether he had the puck or, or not, I didn't see much from Mark Stone today. I don't, I don't know what your thoughts were. Um, from Just from, my, my, from being in the stands, I, I didn't see him – making the plays necessary or, or creating many chances. But this was all around a, just a, one of those clunkers that hopefully doesn't linger for more than 24 hours. All right, Sal, thanks for the call. Uh, in terms of Mark Stone, I thought that there were some plays where defensively he was able to create some turnovers, uh, one specifically on the penalty kill. He had a, a, a slight breakaway but was was caught from behind. It, it It's not necessarily the game that I think – Mark Stone wanted to have there's we've seen him have that flair we've seen him be able to kind of command a game take over a game when the rest of his team didn't have it but you know this is a lot of hockey it's a shortened season and it's very truncated Uh, keep in mind this is now the 17th game in the month of March that the Golden Knights have played that's going to take a little bit of a toll on the body and you know you just have to kind of keep those things in mind when you're trying to assess the individual performances from players. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended post game show Fox Sports Las Vegas. 
Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights drop this one 4-2 to two to the L.A. Kings. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us here, let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm, uh, I'm okay. I, I was at the game tonight. I, I was a little disappointed in the way the boys played in the first 40 minutes. Uh, you know, it didn't seem like they came to life until the last 20. Um, but with that being said, I wanted to ask a question from sitting in the stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kings were given many power plays tonight. Yep. And yet they didn't score on any of them. In fact, three of their goals were basically gifts from the Golden Knights by, you know, mistakes uh, by the Golden Knights. I wanted to ask, is that a sign of our power or our penalty kill is just that good? Or is it the Kings power play is just not up to par right now? No, actually coming into... um... Coming into the the two-game set, the Kings were eighth in the league in terms of their power play, in terms of their conversion rate. So the Kings do have a very good power play. It struggled a little bit lately, but it's been very good throughout the majority of the season. The the Golden Knights penalty kill has been very good in, in long stretches this season. There's been a couple of pockets where they've allowed some goals in key situations, but you know, I, I look at this series, uh, these two games against L.A., the penalty kill for the Golden Knights has been very solid, very very strong, and, and that's a cornerstone of this team. Thank you for the call, Joe. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It, it is a, a strong, strong advantage for the Golden Knights to have such strong penalty killers. You've got William Carlson and Riley Smith who just play so well together and pressure with with such intelligence on the penalty kill. And then you've got Mark Stone who's able to to separate men from the puck and just make some plays. I've also liked the addition of Alex Tuck on the penalty kill as well because that opens up an element of speed that you can really use to your advantage. So the penalty kill for the Golden Knights has been very good this season. The power play at times has been good. And, and like it, it's a tough one here because I thought the Golden Knights on a couple of their power plays tonight looked really good. They did everything but score. And you can chalk that up to not coming through and not converting on the power play. My argument is I chalk that up to Cal Peterson being very, very good. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us. On the other side of the break, it's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Golden Knights drop this one 4-2 to the L.A. Kings. It's your postgame show. 702-876-1340 is the number. I want to hear from you. I want you to tell me what you thought of tonight's game. Did you like the pushback in the third period? Like, you, you kill off the five-minute major. That's huge. And then the Golden Knights play their best period of the game. And granted, I get it. 
They're down four to one. They're, they, they need to just kind of go and throw everything out at the LA Kings. But my like you you think that and and I I would I would say yes, like that makes a lot of sense, but then you start to think about all of the different factors in this game and what awaits the Golden Knights tomorrow. Because this is the first leg of a back-to-back. The Golden Knights will play the Minnesota Wild tomorrow and Saturday. Down 4-1 to one in this third period. Down Ryan Reeves. Late scratch after warm-up. Down Chandler Stevenson. Game misconduct. It would have been very easy, and I don't think anybody would have blamed the Golden Knights not for just not going out and trying to win the game in the third period, but just trying to save something in the tank for tomorrow. Because as I mentioned, 17 games in 31 days. This was the end of a grueling month of hockey for the Golden Knights. And then they get to do it all again next month. I think April's either 17 or 18. I'm not really sure. I've lost count of how many games there are. The calendar's ridiculous. But the point is, the Golden Knights do not have more than one day off between games the rest of the way. They play every other day except for when they play back-to-backs. It's like, let that one sink in for a minute. And that is why, like, I look at what the, the, the Golden Knights did in the third period, and I respect that so much. I I really do. And and I get being disappointed at how the game started. I get being disappointed at some of the uh the the miscues in the second period. The two goals that the LA Kings scored in the second period likely never go in. They just both happen to go in tonight. But again, I give a lot of credit to the Golden Knights, the players on that bench for trying to push in this third period, knowing all the circumstances of the schedule, knowing what they were up against in terms of actual actual guys on the bench that were available to play, and knowing they've got to do it all again tomorrow, I give them a lot of credit for not just going into that third period and trying to get that those 20 minutes over with as quickly as possible. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to sneak in one more call on the other side of the break. It's the extended post-game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, wrapping it up here. The Golden Knights drop this one 4-2 to the L.A. Kings. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Dan. Dan, how you doing? Doing well. Uh, was also at the game tonight. Um, obviously, with the uh, late scratches, the lines looked really jumbled. I didn't yeah. know about Reeves uh, being out probably until about halfway through the first. But uh, I got a weird question. This may be something you see or others don't see. Um, some of the things that really got to me tonight was just kind of like basic neutral zone fundamentals of keeping your stick on the ice to connect with the pass, um, whether it's Petrangelo or Marshy or a few others, just on some of those connecting passes. I didn't see that, and I think they found that later on in the game. Mm-hmm. But I also saw something that 
reminded me of the bubble. And I'm not a forward in hockey, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of our shots go center mass. And you got to give Peterson credit. The guy was outstanding tonight. Yeah. Um, but do you feel like you see a lot of center mass shots where you see corners of the side of the nets open? Now, granted, I'm in the bleachers, and I'm not seeing what they see, but I was just curious what your thoughts would be on some of that. I mean, the shots are great, and I know you put it on the net, hopefully for a rebound or some garbage cleanup, but I feel like if we're hitting center mass, we did a lot of that in the bubble. And I just kind of want to see some more uh, aiming, if you will. So, yeah, that was my big question for tonight. You know, Dan, it's interesting because um, I, I looked at that first period for the Golden Knights and, and a couple of, of looks in the second period, and my frustration, I think, is is missing the net, right? Like, yes, you're yeah. trying to pick corners, and there were a number of opportunities in which the Golden Knights had great looks and just missed the net or missed by, uh, you know, a, a wide by a fair margin. And, and those are sometimes the shots where all I want to see is get a, get a puck down low into the pads, shoot for rebounds, and force Cal Peterson to make a save in those situations. I thought there were some looks left on the table by simply missing the net. Yeah, and I, I also thought, like, in some cases, there was one extra pass. I know Carlson, from where I was sitting at 210, yeah. I felt like he had the angle to go far post, but he made one more extra pass to center, and Peterson was ready for it. There's some things like that where I'm just like, ah, make that shot or take it. But do you think with the guys that are potentially out, do you think they bring Cody Glass back after sending him down to Henderson? Because he had a pretty nasty goal tonight we were watching during the intermission yeah. on AHL TV. So do you think that's a possibility? Yeah, I, I think it's going to depend, right, on on who is or isn't available for the Golden Knights. And thank you for the call, Dan. Um, I, I think that if, if Chandler Stevenson is unavailable and if Ryan Reeves can't go, then you've got to try to make a decision. Do you want to go with 11 forwards and 7 defensemen? You've got Dylan Coughlin. You've got Patrick Brown up on the taxi squad. You can kind of go in that direction if you want to. Or do you want to bring in Cody Glass when really the expectation going into Cody Glass's reassignment to the AHL was, I think, under the expectation that Cody Glass was going to play in the AHL for at least a few games to really build on that confidence. I don't know if... If if Chandler Stevenson can't go for one game, right? Like if he's unavailable for one game due to supplemental discipline, then I think you can get by with eleven and seven, or you can look at something else. If that's going to be a little bit longer term, then I'm not really sure what you do. Uh, but I do think all options are on the table, and it's going to be a quick turnaround for the Golden Knights because they will play the Minnesota Wild tomorrow. Puck drop at seven thirty. That'll be right here. Pre-game show goes at 6.30. Thanks to Jeff Rubino down here for turning the knobs and keeping us on the air. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. Uh, thanks to you for calling in. Well done. Good showing tonight on the extended post-game show. We've got Vegas and Minnesota coming at you tomorrow right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.